More than 10 decades have passed since those terrible days when we endured the mud of the Tsar, the bitter cold snow and ice of the Ardennes, the dank cellars along the Rhine, the German machine gun fire, the terrible artillery barrages, the constant fighting and killing. Back home in America, the Western Union telegraph lines hummed with those dreaded messages. The Secretary of War rest to inform you, your son, your husband, your father was killed in action, bringing tears and sadness to homes across our land. We come together today to honor and remember my comrades. We come to remember and honor the 400,000 American soldiers who died in World War II. What's going on, everybody? This is Dan here, a.k.a. Red. As you can tell, I'm in a little bit of a better mood, probably because my little brother, he works for me, so he's out at a job right now. That's why uh, Adam's not going to be here right now. Um, but I'm here, to here today. We're going to do a... A little talk, and if anybody actually pops on um, why I'm on this live, because I'd rather just do the live show, and then we just publish it, and then it even keeps it more so raw and truly unedited, because when we have to download it onto one of our, you know, recording apps or uh, editing apps, it's a, or software, depending on what we're using, uh, it's a pain in the butt. Giant pain in the butt. Sometimes we can't get it back up, but actually on Podbean Live, we have not had this issue, not once yet. We can record as long as we want. We haven't really pushed it to the limits. We have not done a two-hour show, um, but I'll probably be doing uh, a two-hour show, not today, but uh, later on. We'll be pretty busy, probably not for the next couple of weekends. Not going to get a episode during one of the weekends. I apologize for that. Pretty much what we're going to be doing is we're going to be move, um, not moving, but we're going to be, I am going to be buying land in Tennessee. I currently live in North Carolina. I love it here. It's beautiful here. And if I could actually afford to buy land here, I would do it without a question. Uh, I would do it in a heartbeat. But because of all the recent events going on in the world today, after some talking with my family and friends and doing some hard thinking, it's going to end up being uh, time to move to Tennessee. Oh, look at this. All right. So my lovely girlfriend is calling me. Let's see what she wants. I'll put her up and put her on speaker. She's FaceTiming. She's supposed to be working right now. You're on the air. What can I help you with? I'm sorry, what? You're on the air. What can I help you with? Um, Doing a live show. What's up? Are you I should take a picture. I should. I should take a picture of her right now. Oh, my God. 
say, y'all, because it almost looks like she's frozen. It would fear. It's crazy. If she's acting like y'all can see her, this is the best part of it. Oh, my God. I'm freaking out. Okay. Um, I was going to say if you wanted me to wait till lunch Mr. Iglesias on Netflix. Wait till lunch for what? Mr. Iglesias season two's out. Oh, okay. Do you want me to wait to watch it? Yeah. Okay. That would be nice. I'm freaking out. Well, nobody's listening right now. So I just I just started with just like not even five minutes ago. It's going to be five minutes and 18 seconds. So Are you going to start this over? No, I'm live. I'm on the air live on the air. So if somebody pops on here and is like, hey, what's going on? I go, hey, how's it going? Oh, my God. Kind of scared. And then later, what I like about this, I just started this. From Podbean the other day, uh-huh. you could do live and then you could publish your live show. So I don't even. The truth is, I'm extremely lazy, folks. I don't want to do double the work. So editing, <laughs> I'm just gonna publish the live show right after this. So. Oh my God. So yep. Hear me. Yeah, and if somebody popped in right now, they would definitely hear you. Okay, well, I'm going to let you go. They can't see you. I know they can't see you. They can only hear you. Wonderful. So, check out Mr. Glacius. I'm Netflix. Hilarious. We are fans of Mr. Glacius. Uh, he's so damn funny. I know this has nothing to do with the stuff that I normally talk about, which is the cryptics and whatnot, but great show, Mr. Iglesias. So, uh, check it out on Netflix. If you get a chance, if you're a, you know, a fan of comedy and I don't know too many people that are not, I mean, I, everybody I know loves to laugh. So, um, definitely check it out and it's worth, uh, Definitely worth the shot. So, uh oh, folks, she lost her eyeliner. It did. It's, it's lost. Now I have pink eyes and no eyeliner. It's a shame. Oh, that's so cute. There we go. Can you check where uh, my test? Actually, I'm not going to put that on here. Check your test. Did you take a math test? No, the one I got her eight. Well, you can't check that. Can you see if it was anywhere near there? What? What are you looking for? My eyeliner. Your eyeliner? Well, thankfully, nobody's listening to this live right now, so I don't have to go explain what it is that he ate. Well, that's good. So there's a bonus. Thank God. All right, honey. Well, I guess I'll let you go so you can do that. All right, everybody. Say goodbye to my lovely girlfriend, Alicia. There she goes. Her face is about as red as she just waved. Like y'all can see her. Can't see her. 
love you. Love you. <laughs> as red as an apple, people. As red as an apple. Where's my hair? <laughs> She's cracking up. Wow, this is amazing. I wish somebody was on here right now just so I can interact with them. Because I'm sure somebody would be laughing hardcore because this is amazing to me. I'm like crying over here. Unbelievable. Hey, why don't you talk about something interesting? Like, you're real good. How much I got to talk about Gabriel and Glenn? Fluffy! Fluffy's the man. Hopefully, this chaos simmers down just a little bit to where. Well, hopefully, it simmers down. Period. I just highly doubt it. So, but hopefully, things simmer down enough that Fluffy will be doing some kind of uh, you know comedy show, and I could go see him because he was one of my favorite comedians uh, from day one. Since since I seen him. First, one of my favorites. <sighs> All right, there we go. That just made me giggle like a lot, and it hurts. It hurts when she giggles. She got a little too much stuff in her stomach. <laughs> That's a pretty pretty popular comment on my Twitter. And anybody has Twitter, please follow me, Monster Investigators of America, on Twitter. Um, you could also email us if you have your own stories you want to share. Monster Investigators of America. Really? She's playing with her boobs. Why she's at work? She she she's like she's she's like. Jolting him around, and I'm moving my hands like an idiot, like you can see what I'm doing, <laughs> even though you can't see what I'm doing. I'm getting, I feel I look fat in this, in this video. Maybe I should make a podcast of me being a make a wine? She sells wine, everybody, so if anybody wants any wine, uh, y'all love wine, she sells it. I do. Traveling Oh, Holy oh, shit! I put her on the I put her on the spot, and she forgot. I gave her a chance for a free advertisement, and she forgot the traveling, name. Travelingwinery.com, and then like, hold on. Oh boy, she's I lost. Have, I have my ID is on this. This is what we in the business call a plug, a free plug, and she done jacking it up. On her Instagram, ladies and gentlemen, which I'm sure y'all should could guess what it is. She should make her own Instagram for that her own page. I do have my own Instagram for my wine page. And she didn't send me an invite for it. Yeah, you are you're already following it. 
or maybe she did, or maybe she just grabbed my phone and it's had me. www.travelingwinery.com/guide/768148. Try to say that one more time so the listeners can hear again. Yeah, okay. 
This is a PG show. Thank you. I can make it PG-13 in five seconds. It is a PG-13 show. God dang it. Linked? I don't want to go to linked. Um, no, we're not sharing on linked. You can share my link on Oh, I can put my link on the website when I build it. Yeah, we're not doing that. Alright. Thank you, thank you, thank you everybody. I appreciate it. Thanks the uh the laughing. Yeah, you don't hear it? <laughs> mm, whistling at me and everything. That's hilarious. It's awesome. Just awesome. All right, so enough of my girlfriend because she's just uh, in her office right now, not doing a heck of a lot. What's going on, Lucky? Nice to meet you. I was just trying to say hi to the only person that decided that they wanted to uh, guest Collins. All right. Let's connect. Hello, what's up? Uh, you know, this is the first time that I'm using Podbean. And this is the first time that I'm talking here. Uh, and my speaking English uh, is not very well, but to some extent I can communicate. My first language is Persian. But uh, if I uh, know your topic, maybe I can join you. Yeah, that would be great, man. And uh, you speak great English. You speak better English than a lot of people that are over here in the U.S., so I give you a lot of credit. That's that's better English than my girlfriend because she doesn't speak it all that well. Thank, thank you very much. That's very kind of you. <laughs> so the uh, the topic is actually um, stuff that we call cryptics here. So stuff like, uh, let me see, like ghosts, uh, Bigfoot, aliens, anything crazy that you might have experienced in your life or something that you might have seen that doesn't make a lot of sense. That's our topics, even though that my girlfriend called in, so it kind of took us off of topic. So have you ever experienced anything that you really can't um, explain? Uh, if I am, uh, I want to talk about that. I may say that sometimes I face some uh, notions about these, but I mean these topics that you said. But uh, I'm not sure if they are real or not. You know, uh, do you believe in ghosts, for example? Do you think that aliens are really uh, in the in this world? Well, here's my thing, and it's with with anything really. A lot of the stuff such as Bigfoot, aliens, ghosts, there's just so many people that encounter, you know, these elements that it doesn't make sense to say that 
everybody's line, you know, because the, the descriptions are fairly the same. And a lot of the people don't know each other. And it's from around the world. It's not just, you know, saying it's right here in the U.S. or it's over in England or, you know, it's not just one spot. It's all over the place. Yeah, that's right. So do I believe okay, that I'm a good listener? You know, I'm uh, I'm a good listener. Uh, I want you to speak more, and maybe I can take your experiences about the topic and some other stuff. All right, yeah. Um, so a previous podcast, I tell about some of my uh, own experiences, just so the the listeners can actually get to know me a little bit. Some of the stuff that I've seen that I experienced, um, I'll talk about uh, a little preview of what I'm going to I'm going to end up having my son on the show in probably a week or two, my older son and me, him and my younger son all went camping last year in a state in, in a national forest. And we all experienced something. It was a. Me and my younger son seemed something that was a little bit more f familiar. And my older son, he experienced his own uh, deal. He said he's seen something in white uh, outside of the car. Because the time that we got to the, the forest, it was way late. My boys were running late that day, getting everything ready. So we didn't get there until probably 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night. And I didn't want to go out and set up the tent and set up the camp um, that late at night just because you can't really see what you're doing. Um, so we all slept in my truck and we all seen something different. So I seen, uh, we were parked over by the sign for the National Forest that had a map on it. Um, I seen a black figure, um, by the sign that was in front of our, our car. Uh, and it was just really a big, a big giant figure pretty much covered in shadow. So I couldn't tell if it was somebody trying to peek out from behind the sign or uh, if it was what pe what some people call uh, shadow people or shadow children, yeah, stuff like that. I've, I've had one experience that uh, definitely will stay with me for the rest of my life, seeing a shadow figure. Um, and that's, I, I think I covered it on our first podcast. Uh, pretty much me and my, my one friend, we go out all the time to check out, you know, haunted places or uh, random trails at night. I don't know if you ever heard of a uh, magazine. It's called Weird New Jersey, and it's over here in the U.S. And it's a really cool magazine if you're into stuff like that, the, like the ghosts and uh, cryptics. Um, I think there's some alien talk every now and then about it. They normally, you know, cover stuff with UFO sightings. Uh, but we would go out and do stuff like that. And this one time we went about five miles in this trail, couldn't go no further because there was a big puddle blocking us. And unfortunately we didn't take my truck that day. We took her car. 
So we turned around and stopped and we were just talking. Um, and then we seen a flash of light, super, super bright flash that came out of nowhere. Um, so we peeked our heads up, looked around, stepped outside of the car, try to see if we can hear any trucks because over here, um, a lot of people like to go up in the woods and run through the mud puddles with their trucks. So that's what I thought originally it was. But part of it didn't make sense just because the brightness uh, from the light, it would make more sense with maybe a lightning strike, but there was no lightning in the area. Um, so later on, we decided to just go back in the car, you know, ignore it and continue talking. And I had a real bad feeling in my gut that there was something behind the car. So I decided uh, I can continue talking. I decided that I was going to peek my head up and look right behind the car. And what I seen was a and something I still can't fully explain was an entity um, that was darker than what it, than it was outside. And it was very, very dark outside, but this thing was so dark, you can see the outline of its face, the eyes, the nose, the mouth. So you can see it, but it, you could also tell it wasn't human. Um, so I probably stared at it for maybe a minute, maybe pushing two, but it felt like it was forever. And then finally I said, hey, I, I turned my head and said, hey, hit the brake real quick. Cause if you hit the brake light, the, the brake, the brake lights light up the back. And when I said that, I unfortunately turned my head and lost sight of it for a second, looked back up and there you go. It was uh, not behind us anymore. So I had her turn it off and I was trying to get my eyes to adjust and I seen it um, peaking uh, from the left hand side from behind the tree. And I turned around and said, hey, you know, I really think it's time for us to get going. I didn't tell her what I seen because I didn't want to, you know, affect anything. I, I didn't know she seen anything. So I didn't want to pretty much say what I seen her say, oh, I seen the same exact thing. Um, so I told her just to start driving. It was getting late. She starts driving all of a sudden, you know, about 10 yards, whatever, we get stuck. So I told her just to, you know, keep the car running, lock the doors. I'm going to step outside and I'm going to try to push the car out from where it is, lift it up and push it. Thankfully, I was able to do so and we took off. So we take off, we go right in front of the street. We're getting ready to turn and she just happens to say, did you see that thing that was behind us? And then I was like, well, what do you, what do you mean? What did you see? And she gave me the exact details that I seen. She's seen a figure that was so dark that it actually, you could see it from uh, it being so dark it being it darker than it was outside. So that's an experience I know I'll never forget. Yeah, that's very amazing. But uh, do you think that these kind of creatures, if you can call it, call them creatures, uh, are dangerous? Are they threatening? I don't know, something like this? Uh, I think it depends on the creature. In all honesty, I think 
it really depends on the creature. Um, with the shadow thing, I've always heard, because uh, there's a lot of other people that have seen these. And for me, that was my first. I don't even know if I even heard about what these things were at that time. So I didn't even really 100% know what I was looking at. Uh, but as for the shadow, the shadow beings, I've heard that a lot of people get this really bad sense that they're, uh, they're, they are evil, that they're not something that, you know, they feel is good. They feel that they could do harm to somebody. Um, there's stories that, uh, people get lost in the woods by following them. They said, here, come here and follow me. And they, they follow them. Others, they get you know, issues at their own houses. Thankfully, I never had that where it followed me back to my house and decided it was going to haunt me or mess with me. But uh, I think stuff like uh, Sasquatch, Bigfoot, um, I believe it's flesh and blood. And I believe it's just like us, you know, humans. When it comes to all of us aren't unfortunately nice to each other when we really should be. So we all have our different characters. Some people are nice, some people are mean, uh, and I think it's the same thing with them. Some of them are nice, some of them are mean, some are crazy. Uh, some of them are just, um, you know, cranky. I really think it, it depends. There, Unfortunately, there's a lot of people that are researchers and they try to say that these things are like teddy bears. You know, not to fear them, that they're friendly. And unfortunately, that's not the case. There's a lot of stories where people get killed by them. Okay, thank you for your explanation. Oh, you're definitely welcome. Um, So have you, uh, where are you from currently? Uh, from Iran. Do you know now, where Iran is? Yes, yes, I do. Uh, I actually I have a question for you because yeah. I've heard that over in Iran you have this cryptic. It's called a, a jinn. Yeah, you know it is uh, from Islam. You know it's, it it has been mentioned in some uh, in Quran, the Islam Islam's book and the Holy Quran. So in this book, it has been mentioned. You know, and uh, yes, there are some uh, interpretation from this. And I don't know what your question exactly is. Well, see, I've I've personally never experienced it. It's just the jinn is something that I have a interest in. I've heard some people that were uh, overseas um, from some over in Iran. I think there was two in Afghan uh, Afghanistan um, that had encounters with jinn, but it's like it's different stories. It's never always the same. Um, so. I was wondering if maybe you heard any stories about the jinn uh, from where you're at. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, when I was a child, uh, around I think I was 10, uh, I've seen something, but I'm not sure that that thing was a jinn or not, but it was very threatening. They were dancing and they were uh, trying to uh, scare me, you know. Uh, I don't know, uh, was it something like hallucination or a real thing, you know? 
uh, I don't know what exactly what uh, it was, but I think it was a gin, you know, something like this. Yeah, I mean, that, uh, that, that sounds very interesting. Um, see, the thing with the hallucinations, a lot of people a lot of people will go to that no matter what, because if it's something that they can't quite explain, that's that's just something that they go to. Just like uh, over here, if you see something in the forest or in the woods that you don't quite know, a lot of people will break it down to it's a bear or uh, they seen a ape, which is not really possible over here unless it breaks out from the zoo. Um, but But, a lot of people will say, you know, oh, maybe I was hallucinating, but you have to really break that down to, you know, were you starving? Did you get enough sleep? Uh, of course, uh, anything medical, uh, drugs, stuff like that. And if you check all that stuff off that, you know, all that stuff is clear and you were you were fine that day, then I would say that you've you've definitely seen something. What is it? Who knows? Uh, especially with the gin, the, the stories that I've heard. Uh, some people say they 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 come and they're human, uh, you know, human looking. Um, but then they will walk on a wall. Others, I've heard other people say that they were uh, there's gin that look like. Um, like wolves or wild dogs. So I, I'm i just really interested in like, I guess the history of it, because it's just, uh, it's just very fascinating because it's not like it's, there's one particular style where you're like, oh yeah, that's definitely a gin. Um, it's gins apparently appear in many different forms. Uh, I think uh, they are usually hidden, you know, uh, human being cannot see it easily because they are from another world. Uh, I've heard that they have, they are, uh, the material, you know, the their essence is from fire. So, but I don't know how can we see them. Some people know how to reveal them, how to, I don't know, uh, try to see them and make them uh, vivid and clear to be uh, seen but uh, usually I think we should not follow them you know uh, in my opinion we should let them alone and let let you, you know they leave and let live something like this should happen oh I agree I think that's definitely you know not something that you don't know and you don't feel quite easy and it seems like it must be something evil you know that's giving you a bad feeling it's probably best to listen to that bad feeling that you're getting and stay away from it because uh, normally that bad feeling is trying to warn you of something um to where some people go try to chase things and you know they either get hurt or unfortunately get killed so that's right yeah i do agree but you also, I, I, I heard, um, and not just over in Iran, but uh, all over the world, just about, uh, almost just like uh, the Sasquatch or Bigfoot, there's these uh, giants. Um, some call them mountain giants, cave giants. I guess it really depends on where you're at. Um, 
but I've heard talks where they're like 15 feet tall. Uh, I think someone even said uh, over here it, there's a there's a story about a 20 foot uh, tall one that um, the Native Americans over here got into a fight with, and uh, it was pretty gruesome. So uh, I know there's stories that have you heard any stories about giants from where you're at? Actually, I don't think so. I haven't heard anything till now, but maybe if I ask some of my friends, maybe they have this the experience of uh, seeing such, uh, I don't know, creatures, I don't know what you may call it. Well, I mean, they're pretty much what these things are, is from what I'm told, are uh, really giant humans. Like look just like a human uh, most descriptions that i hear is that it has they have it's red-headed and has a red beard um which is odd because that kind of describes me but uh 15 foot tall and um apparently very very mean not something you want to you want to run into because i haven't heard a a uh, good story about it yet there there's a story about um soldiers uh some u.s soldiers that were sent out on a mission uh to scout and never came back so they they end up spending out sending out a special forces unit to look for them try to find them and they were passing by a cave and seeing some military gear outside this cave and apparently you could probably find it on YouTube still because I think it is on YouTube. Um, the giant came out and uh, one of the soldiers started shooting right away. Um, and it took a spear and stabbed the spear right through the stomach of the soldier and lifted it up in the air. And then everybody, this, somebody said, shoot at its head, which of course makes sense. And apparently they they shot and killed it, but uh, the rest of the story goes that they actually took the giant's body, and who who knows where it went to. But that's a pretty popular story that I've heard from the the whole giant um, cryptic scene. That's definitely the most popular one, and I know it was all over YouTube too. So. I, uh, that's something I would definitely say check out. Uh, sorry, I uh, just disconnected and I uh, didn't get what you said during just two last minutes. But uh, I want you to uh, let me go because I have to go now. But uh, I really enjoyed speaking with you, talking with you. And please let me know when you are online and we can talk about these topics and maybe other topics that you may uh, know. Okay, thank you very oh, yes, much. Yes, sir. Sounds good. Don't forget to follow and uh, I'll talk to you again. Okay, I, I'm just following you. Uh, and uh, maybe later we can talk more about these topics. Thank you very much.
No problem. You have a great day. Thanks for calling in. You're welcome. Thank you. Bye for now. And I want to thank uh, Mookie for, uh, and I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing it, the way that's showing up is L-O-O-K-I. So next time you call in, please let me know how to uh, say your name the right way. So, But um, awesome. Thank you for calling in. I definitely appreciate it. Uh, thank you for listening to the show. We are a very new show. And just like you, we are new to Podbean. Podbean seems to be a very cool way to express yourself um, and get your voice out there. I've, I believe this is our third or fourth day on it. So uh, definitely very, very cool. And thanks for calling in. All right. So everybody, uh, we were, we were out camping last year, uh, me and my two sons at uh, Yori State Forest right here in North Carolina. And had a lot, a lot of fun. Um, it was a great time. And we end up all having our experiences. And I know you were listening to it. I'm not going to try to give too much into it because we are going to have a complete separate show. I'm going to have my older son on. I'm going to see if my younger son wants to come on. And then we'll take things from there. Uh, but we all have a love uh, for the whole cryptics. Deal. My, my older son is constantly asking me to uh, go out and, and do different things, and I'm looking forward to it. As I was saying before, I'm actually going to be relocating to Tennessee. Um, so we're going to do a, a complete move because I only have three months left on this lease. So I want to make sure that we're over there. I have it built up. Uh, we have running water, going to work on electric. Um, I'm not sure if we're going to do the water mill electric. I might call up a solar company, see if we could do some solar. If I have to maybe clear out a small field, uh, you know, half acre for the uh, solar panels, something like that, because I wanted, I do want to live off the grid. Um I do want to get away from the electric and not everything else going on uh, nowadays. It's just been getting a little too crazy. I'll be sticking with Dish. Dish has this awesome, awesome thing. I, I, it's anywhere. There was two different ones, so I got to look a little bit more into it. But I, I believe the one price was like two hundred fifty some dollars, and the other one was like three hundred fifty some dollars. So if you're an outdoors person like myself, uh, I love the outdoors. I love you know, stay, spending time in the outdoors, to me, it's something that centers me and, and pulls me back to reality. Um, it's also great hunting ground. So I'm planning, pretty much what I'm planning is that the area we're going to build is going to be probably on an acre to two acres and the rest of it's going to be for hunting. I'm hoping to prop, probably maybe even get the land next to it. So it's 11 acres, a lot more better, a lot more better. Yeah. That's proper English, buddy. It's a lot better than just having the uh, just the six. Um, not just because it's bigger, but it gives you a lot more options. So uh, it'll be 
hopefully uh right now it seems like it's gonna be me my my girlfriend um my my boys this summer uh hoping to help uh me out with it and we'll see what we got uh, i'm gonna put my older son to work indefinitely i'm hoping to put my younger son to work but we'll see what we have to do if he comes if he comes down and visits and hangs out so the game plan is is that uh i'm sure you heard of these sheds they are they're already built they, they build them deliver them um there's this one shed is like 14 by 36 that's a big big piece of wood so what i'm planning on doing is actually building a house uh out of that i'm gonna put walls up for rooms a spot, of course, for a kitchen and nothing too crazy, nothing too fancy. You're going to heat it up with a wood wood burning oven or a pellet or the combination of the wood burning slash pellet burning. Um, so, uh, yeah, to me, I mean, that's 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 what I'm looking for right now. Um, and we're just going to build it up. There's a I, I don't know how many uh you know, people get to YouTube, but there's, I suggest checking it out, man. If we're, at the very least, it's very, very entertaining. I mean, uh, and the name is Magog. All right, so go to YouTube, look up Magog, and I guarantee you're going to have some laughs, all right? And if you even do um, SideQuest, uh, an awesome show that he does, I, I highly suggest checking it out, and I guarantee you'll enjoy it. it. It's a lot of fun. It has nothing to do with what I talk about in normal. It's just one of those things that I actually like. So that's why I'm suggesting it. Just like when my girlfriend called, I put her, <laughs> I put her on the spot. But uh, when she called, we were talking about the um, – uh, Mr. Iglesias uh, show on Netflix. I love that show. I love uh, Gabriel Iglesias. Uh, he's just super funny. And honestly, it almost seems like he comes out with a special every time that I'm going through my own personal battles in life that, you know, I lose somebody or, or having a hard time. And it just definitely cheers you up, man. Who Who doesn't like comedy, you know? So, I recommend checking that out. Uh, and again, about a little bit more about myself. I'm an avid outdoorsman. I, I love going outdoors. I've, you know, from tracking, um, hunting, fishing, uh, kayaking is a, I, I got into it a little bit when I was younger. I want to get back into it. It's a lot of fun. Um, even if you're just hitting up a kayak to go fishing and, you know, reeling some fish, um, but our setup is, um, for those of you that don't really know about me, of course, you probably don't. I'm Nordic. So I'm planning on building a great hall, which if you know anything about the Nordic or Viking heritage, um, is a very uh, beautiful building. A lot of people, the great halls are also used as the home for the, uh, you know, either kings, um, 
Chiefs. And uh, I'm sorry, my I'm looking at my dog because she just stops in the middle. I got three of them. She's an English Spring and Spaniel. My other two are, are different dogs as well. My my dog Bear, whom I talk about all the time, uh, he took the camping trip with me. And my brother is passed out behind me on the couch, laying down in the, the funniest way possible. Um. So I like to do a lot of stuff outdoors. I've grown up in outdoors. I can't even tell you how many times I slept outside with just a hoodie on. You know, that was me. Me and my friends, we, we spent a lot, uh, probably about 90% of my, my high school uh, career was outside. When I, when I wasn't playing football or wasn't hitting the weights uh, in the gym, I was outside and just – enjoying being outside i would also don't get me wrong i've been a gamer since day one i love playing video games i'm probably gonna pop up on a video game uh in a little bit on my playstation 4 and i might even go to twitch it has nothing to do with the show but if anybody wants to uh add me as a friend on uh playstation 4 it's uh soldier 069 2004 Please don't, you know, don't be afraid to say hi um, and, and don't be afraid to talk to me. I'm a pretty easygoing guy and I don't mind just just like we had uh, the one listener call in. I don't mind you guys calling in, saying hi and talking. And he thought he had English, uh, you know, problems speaking with speaking English, but I thought he sounded amazing. So, you know what? Honestly, you sound better than a lot of people do over here. So thank you again for calling in. I can't appreciate it anymore. Um, my brother is probably going to spaz out because he's not here right now and uh, wasn't able to be part of the conversation. And I'm actually happy because he knew about Jen. So he taught me some more about Jen. And no, I am not talking about the liquor. I'm talking about the cryptic. Um, so to me, that's another cool thing. We're gonna work on getting sponsors. So if you are a sponsor, please feel free to sponsor us. We're gonna work a course. Our main goal is to get more and more listeners, more and more downloads, and get that taken care of as well. So hopefully uh, we'll be able to get all that finished up. You're going to probably hear my dog Candy bark in a couple minutes. She just went outside. She doesn't normally hang outside unless her uh, best friend next door is uh, out. Then she'll run along the fence line with the other dog, uh, whose name is Bear as well, which is funny. Um, but she'll run, and they're roughly about the same age, and uh, she has a good time. So she gets a little exercise, which she definitely needs to keep doing. So, But, yeah. Um, we're going to be talking about a little bit of everything on the show. Uh, mainly, of course, the subjects can be cryptics, uh, aliens, UFOs, Sasquatch, uh, gin. But we will also talk about different things. But we're going to talk a little bit about what's going on uh, right now, currently in the world and in the United States. I'm going to try really hard not to get too much into politics. We did the one show yesterday and. 
the thing is, I, I'm a very loving, caring, protective person. That's who I am. I don't have to know you to feel that way. So when I see all these things happening, come on. When I see all these things happening, of course I get upset. And of course I get mad. Of course it, you know, gets of course it gets you sad. Because anybody that's human, we should all be looking out for each other. You know, we're we shouldn't be fighting each other. And no, it's not gonna be all you know, hugs and kisses. But the thing is that the people that really are starting this shouldn't. I don't know if you ever heard the saying. Don't start a fight if you can't fight. There's a lot of people starting fights that can't fight. There are a lot of people that are picking on the weak, the elderly, and think that they're going to get away with it. Riot and looting, and I'm not going to get too much into it, but these things are wrong. There's way better ways to get your message of, you know, to everybody else, including this particular way. So, I mean, you can even use Podbean to get your message out, get your voice heard. There's nothing wrong with that. We all are going to start on a small, you know, small scale and hopefully grow and grow and grow as time goes by. Of course, I'd love to have thousands of listeners on right now. I'd love to have thousands of people where I could talk to and um, enjoy time with. Did my other dog sneak outside? Man, he did. I didn't even realize he passed right by me. Hey, handsome. So my message, and it's my message, and it's always gonna be my message is number one, keep your head up. Number two, do what's right. If you see, you know, people doing things they shouldn't, speak up. I'm not saying jump in if you see somebody getting you know 20 people being on one person that that's a hard choice to make not everybody is going to be able to act on that and i don't blame you at all because you're definitely putting yourself in harm's way i personally probably would i can i have something in me that does not know how to back down when it comes to stuff like that i can't see i, I hate seeing somebody get hurt like that there's nothing wrong with a one-on-one -on -one fight. You have an issue, you want to fight somebody one-on-one, -on -one, be my guest, do it. But when you're beating up on one person and you're there's 20 of you or eight of you or five of you, there's nothing tough about that. Nothing at all. But anyway, let's continue on. Like I said, I'm a gamer, so I like jumping on. I play many, many, many different games. Uh, ESL, which is Elder Scrolls Online. I haven't played too much on my PlayStation, uh, but I've played a lot on my Xbox, and it's the same handle, Soldier069, 2004. Um, and I have a lot of fun playing it. I haven't played that much lately. I have been playing the FIFA Soccer 2020. Uh, it's fun, but I liked how they did the storyline. I thought it was cool. The only thing I thought that they needed to change up 
was that you should be able to create your own guy and then have a storyline. Because I think it, it seems it's more personal, you know, you, you, you're, you buy even more into it when you're thinking it's you sitting there, you know, playing, going through a storyline. They have, of course, you know, you create a player mode and um, you could do a whole, you know, uh, career mode on it, but there's no story behind it. So it's not that much fun. I like playing soccer. I'm pretty good at it. So uh, I challenge you to that. UFC 3, I love playing UFC 3. When I start playing it, it's hard for me to stop playing. I'll go on, I'll jump on, and I'm not going to lie, I'm pretty good at UFC 3. I don't get beat a lot when it comes to playing online. But I'll win three or four in a row, then I'll probably lose one or two. But if I have, like, a bad time, if I'm just in, like, a bad zone, you could feel it. Because, like, it doesn't matter what game I'm playing, like Call of Duty or um, the the one my, – actually, my older son got me uh, playing was the Fortnite game. So he got me playing it. And I, I first – when I heard about it, I'm like, I don't know, man. That's so cartoony. I – I don't know. I like my Call of Duty, you know. So, but uh, Fortnite played Fortnite. It was really cool because it, it ended up um, getting a, a different challenge, which is the building part of it, and that's definitely a challenge. Uh, yeah, my mother's calling, but I'm not going to put her online right now. I'll talk to. Her. I'll give her a call back when I'm finished with this. Uh, we're probably going to go for where are we at? We're at 57 minutes, maybe an hour and a half for this this show. Um, I don't, and then I'll do another show when my brother gets here because I'll probably, uh, to continue talking about, I'm going to end up taking a break. I'm going to play, play the game for a bit and I got a bunch of stuff to do for my business as well. So I'm going to try to get that all done. And then I got to look a little bit more. Um, yeah, that's still on there for some reason. Going to look a little bit more at properties in Tennessee, figure out which one I want to go for. I know for sure I want to have something that has uh, – uh, something that has uh, – I'm sorry. Something that has water, definitely, um, and a decent amount of flatland. So hopefully I'll be able to find something that, that works out that way. Uh, but we'll see. You know, you you never know what comes stuff like this. But that is my goal for today. I'm gonna try to look at a couple more pieces of land. I'm gonna definitely get it down to what I want. Um, I'm definitely gonna be listening to uh, Tony Merkel's podcast, The Confessionals. Um, I de- I highly recommend listening to it. I started. Uh, Jeez, what, when did I start? I, I think it was like one episode. I want to say like 185. But then I end up going all uh, down towards the beginning and listening. And then I just listened to the whole podcast uh, backwards. Um, but also the same thing with Sasquatch Chronicles. Great podcast. Uh, Wes is a genius. Um, so thank you very much. Uh, West and Tony, if it wasn't for you two, I wouldn't have had the guts to jump on here and do it because there's such a long time where I debated about number one, saying my story, uh, uh, you know, telling my story to anybody at all. Um, 
I think two of my good friends really know my stories uh, and what I've experienced and nobody else really does. Um, but my, my girlfriend does, of course, but there's not, not, not a lot of people that, uh, really know about like saying like the shadow, the shadow thing that I've seen, I'll, that story is never going to change. It's what happened. Um, yeah, it's what I saw. And that's what makes you, when you see, when you see stuff that you cannot explain, uh, what's going on, Savage? Um, when you see stuff that you cannot explain, where are those monkeys? <laughs> I, I don't know, man. I've been looking for them. I haven't. I haven't found any. I've. I've. Uh, I've heard some though. But um, when you when you see something you can't explain, you always want to try to break it down to the closest thing in your mind that makes sense. And when you can't do that, you don't. There's no other way to do things, you know. So with me and seeing that uh, that shadow person, uh, that's what clicked in my head. I was like, holy crap, is this really – we should ship them some bananas to, to – <laughs> I do they eat bananas though? Um, I, you know, they probably do. I mean, there's a there's a video of it eating bark. The uh, the skunk ape, pretty good video of it too. But that's what a lot of people do. They'll break the, they they break things down to what uh, you know what makes sense to them. So like hunters, for instance, when they're out hunting and they see something that they can't explain, they break it down. The, the, almost the number one, I'm going to say like 95% of them are all going to say it was a bear. They've seen a bear. Some of them will say they've seen an ape or a gorilla, even though that doesn't make sense because we just don't have a – we need to reopen the plantation business. The plantation business. How's that gonna work out? Um, but when it comes to stuff that people can't explain, you'll see like hunters. They'll they'll see something that they can't explain that you know they'll say is an ape or they'll say is a bear. But the difference is it's walking on its two feet. So obviously. And bears can walk on our two feet, but they don't really walk. They kind of, they kind of waddle. So they don't walk how we do. Um, so that, that's one thing you got, you got to be careful with. Uh, in trying to say it's a gorilla, okay, but it doesn't make sense. Number one, we don't have apes, gorillas, or any of that stuff over here. Uh, in the U.S., unless they're in a zoo. So if they break out of the zoo, makes sense. And if they break out of the zoo, you're gonna you're gonna hear about it because they're gonna tell you not to go there. So what is it then? Is it truly a <sighs> man? Now, I'm trying to see if you're gonna if you're trying to troll bait me, 
You got me lost for words, Savage. Uh, black people cannot eat with the government handouts. That's that's what he said. Truth is, there's a lot of white people that eat with government handouts. So it's not just the black. And if you're trying to say we need to reopen the plantation business, I'm really hoping you're not talking about slavery. This is 2020, man. We all bleed the same color. So, being a hunter, being out there, and then you're seeing something like that, uh, you know, of course you're going to say it's a it's a bear. And a lot of people will say that for a long time. There's a story where I heard a, a hunter saying that He's seen a bear, but when he started telling his story, even to himself, he's like, man, that doesn't make no sense. There's, you know, bears don't do that. Most bears aren't going to, number one, bluff charge. If they charge you, they're going to charge you, and you're not going to like it. Uh, This dude don't piss me off, man. I just, I, you're gonna go and talk nonsense on my on my chat form. Yeah, I'm not having it. You're blocked, buddy. Um, I I'm sorry that I applaud so many times, but there's this dude, his Usus Savage Nationus. So U.S. U.S. Savage Nation U.S. U.S. Uh, you're not appreciated, man. I don't deal with racist, racist bullshit. Uh, so to my listeners, I'm, I'm sorry. I was trying not to lose my shit, uh, cause I'm live on the air and I'm trying to keep this as PG as possible. And I, I really almost lost my stuff cause I don't appreciate that. And I, I think Podbean should, uh, Definitely check people like that out and kick them completely off the platform. So right now we're at the hour, six minute, 35 second mark. So please, anybody listening to the show uh, that is with Podbean, check it out. Um, and I would kick them off your platform. Like I said, there's no, there's no reason for us to be, racist there's no no reason for us to be jerks with each other and don't get me wrong what happened uh that sparked this whole thing this time around was crazy but in overall you can't you, you just can't go around acting like it acting like that so i'm gonna say this if you're going to join, if you're going to go on my show and you're going to listen to my show and you're going to join into my chat room, or if I let you be one of my guests on the call in, if you start with racist shit, I'm going to put you in your place. I don't deal with it very well. And I can't stand racist people. 
So anybody who wants to sit there and try to start a fight with somebody and you want to be racist and you want to act like an ass, I will put you in your place, I'll block you, and that will be the end of it. What's going on, Potec? How are you doing? Thanks for listening. Travel. Suze is great to see you. I'm happy to see you back listening to the show again. Um, hopefully everybody is having a bad, uh, I mean, having a good day. Unfortunately, I had somebody that was just not here before and he was, he was being racist. I didn't catch it at first because I didn't know what the holy heck he was even talking about. Because uh, he said, where are those monkeys? And at the time he said that, I'm talking about Sasquatch uh, slash Bigfoot. So that's what I thought he was freaking talking about. I, I, I can't stand people that want to be smart. And of course, his next uh, goes, we need to reopen the plantation business. Or He said, we should, we should ship him some bananas to him. And I said, do they eat bananas? I'm like, what are you talking about? What was his name? His name was U.S. U.S. Savage Nation U.S. U.S. And what pisses me off about that even more is that he's he's pretty much saying he's from the United States. So he's making people from the United States look like a bunch of assholes. So I don't appreciate that at all. I ain't got nothing but love and respect for everybody out there. I don't care what your background is. To me, we are all one race, which is the human race, and we should all work together to improve ourselves. That's it. There's no reason to be disrespectful. So I was talking about the Sasquatch and Bigfoot, and then he jumped in with that, so I got a little bit sidetracked. But what I was talking about is that a lot of people, when they first see things uh, that they don't understand, well, I definitely appreciate that. Hopefully he doesn't start anything. I blocked him, so he won't be back on here. Anybody else wants to do anything? Yes, Sasquatch. <laughs> uh, so Sasquatch or Bigfoot, um, is what I was talking about. Cause uh, the main thing is, oh, so you live in Nevada's. All right. Do you hear any, anything about Sasquatch or Bigfoot by you? By, ta uh, by Tahoe? I kind of know where that's at. I've never been there, but I, I kind of know where it's at. Now, do you ever see, have you ever, I don't know, heard or seen? See, I've heard of that town. That sounds like that's a, I know I've never been there, but I've heard of that town. Oh, so you think you did when you were a kid. All right. Well, if you want to maybe share your story, if you want, you could, uh, Yeah, all right, all right. That's why I heard of you. That makes way more sense. Half dome. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, I currently live in North Carolina right now. I'm getting ready to 
buy some land in Tennessee. I wish I could buy land here in North Carolina. Uh, unfortunately, it's not an option for me yet, yet, but maybe one day. But I am going to be buying uh, about five or six acres of land uh, in Tennessee and building a homestead on it. Um, and my younger brother and his family is going to follow me. So, oh, your fam's from North Carolina. That's cool. Whereabouts? Oh, your cousin's in North Carolina. Well, I live over, uh, I don't live too far away from uh, Fayetteville. So I'm over by Fayetteville and the golf capital of the country, which is uh, Southern Pines, Pinehurst area. Oh, your cousin's in Tennessee. All right, I got you. Um, yeah, it's pretty cool. I am going to be going to – man, I always forget the name of this this spot that I've been looking at the land. I should probably have memorized it by now. Uh, Sunbright. So that's where I'm looking at, Sunbright, Tennessee. Now, if you want to share your story – uh, with the Bigfoot encounter that you might have when you were a kid. Uh, you could either uh, hit us up on Gmail, which is Monster Investigators of America. I know it's a super long name. I'm trying to just get it down to MIA, but uh, Monster Investigators of America at Gmail. Um, if you want to share something, even if you want to do a guest uh, call in, uh, you could do that as well, because I'm I'm definitely excited to hear other people's stories um, and and just to learn more. Uh, you could also follow us on Twitter. I don't know if you have a Twitter, but right now we only have we have Twitter. We're working on our Facebook page, and we have uh, a uh, website as well. But I'm I'm building the website up. Oh, that's awesome. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Um, I'm actually about to make me some coffee because I've been up for the last four or five hours and haven't made me any yet. So it's definitely been a process. But more to welcome to, uh, I mean, if you're more than welcome to listen to the podcast. Uh, and if you have to leave, come back. I'm probably going to be on for, we're about an hour and 15 minutes. So I might be on for another 20, probably about 20, 25 minutes. Um, and then I'm heading off of here for a bit. I got a couple things I need to do. Oh, you have a Twitter, Instagram, Facebook page, and a group. And a website. I'm going to have to check that out. Actually, I'll check that out right now. Really? That's actually pretty, pretty interesting. 
Nothing wrong with spiritual. I'm I'm a pretty spiritual guy myself. Um, my background is Nordic or uh, Asatru, but I pretty much say Viking because that's a, a lot of people don't know what Nordic is. For somehow, uh, Asatru, I can understand why a lot of people don't know, even though it just got announced as a legit. Uh, religion last I want uh, two years ago so and it's pretty much you know Odin Odinism Nordic so same thing well that's cool not a lot of people do so that's that's great you know healing uh, energy healing see I don't know a lot about that stuff I've always wanted to check it out and get into it it, it definitely uh, is very very interesting trying to j jump up real quick because I want to see I want to check out your website to be honest with you Native American very cool much respect to you now do you live on Native American Native American land Sorry, I'm not fond of the name that they, they use for it. I think it's the whole thing is just stupid the way they do things. Sorry for getting quiet for a second. I was just trying to. Yes, 100%. The way the way that it's just aggravating and, and still today. The way they treat treat Native Americans and the First Nations people. Why are, you're telling me you can't run that stupid pipeline around? You have to run it through. That's that's the theirs. Like that's their land. This whole thing belonged to Native Americans before uh, Columbus got here. So it, it's just aggravating to me. Like you, there's so many other ways you could do it. I mean. To, to do it the way they're deciding to is just really just starting a fight they don't need to start. Here we go. Yeah, the whole – see, I don't see anything wrong with protesting. Uh, I don't at all. I think if you're protesting and you're doing it, uh, peacefully, that's exactly what needs to be done. Um, I see when you're beating people up, on the other hand, and there's five or ten people beating up on one or two people, that's, that's insane to me. And unfortunately, we have a bunch of watchers, is what I call them, a bunch of people I like to... Uh, I, I think that I don't know about this band to be, to be honest with you I think it needs to here's my thing there's a lot of good uh, there's a lot of good law enforcement law, law enforcement officers out there but we sh should not be 
able to say, oh, there's a few bad apples. Because those bad apples, to me, you need to get rid of right away. There shouldn't be any. I don't know if they need to put in like a, a three-strike system and then give them the boot or depending on what the offense is that the officer does, like if you're being too, if you're using unnecessary tactics, which is what exactly happened with the George Floyd situation. And if you talk to any police officer, they will tell you they're not trained to do that. That's not something they're trained to do. All they have to do and all anybody has to do. And I just know this cause I've, I've, I've studied jujitsu. I've just studied karate. I've, you know, boxing but all you need to do is really is when you get somebody on their stomach you just put your your elbow and arm you pressure right in the middle of their back and then honestly they can't move that's what they're supposed to do so that whole thing is just is uh the whole thing's upsetting i just believe that the police shouldn't be disbanded but I believe that there has to be, without a doubt, um, a new list of uh, protocols. Yes, pressure points, but uh, a new list of protocols uh, so we don't have this. So say somebody calls in and says, hey, he arrested me. He used a lot of physical, you know, physicality on me. I wasn't putting up, you know, a, a fight. Number one, that's what these these damn vest cams are supposed to be for. Nobody should be able to shut these things off. So I don't know how they're getting shut off. I believe every police officer should have a vest cam, not just for the person that they're arresting or dealing with, but for their own safety as well. So they could, if somebody says, "Hey, I wasn't restrict, restricting, you know, resisting arrest," and they were, it's right there on the, it's on the camera. You could see that they're resisting. So there's an answer why the officer had to take it up a notch and get them to the ground. But there should be no reason for throwing a fist at somebody. And I see it a lot. And don't get me wrong. it When somebody feels that they're in danger, your first response most of the time is to try to fight back in whatever way you can. Um, so some of these situations where I've seen some of these police officers outnumbered by a lot, like 20, 30 people to one or two. At that point in time, then you do if you have to do to try to survive, because that's what our instinct is to try to survive. But there needs to be protocols put in place so that this stuff does not happen anymore. And it's really odd that it happens during every single electric, you know, election, electric, uh, sorry, I can't talk, election period. Um, when it's time to vote for a new president. So last time we had the looting and rioting, it wasn't anywhere as close to being as bad. Uh, if I, I agree, here's, here's my thing. Like, I don't, I don't think that, I don't think America should be able to, or I'm sorry, the United States should be able to say, the, the government should be able to say uh, we're taking your we're taking back this part of the land because you gave it to the Native Americans. Number one, it was there, so you really had no right to give it to them. But you also shouldn't have. 
Ah, my brother is a knucklehead. All right, but my uh, there's also where you shouldn't have the ability to have any say to their land. Should should not be able to say anything or say, hey, I'm gonna toss a, toss a pipe to it. I know a lot of uh, military retirees that are over by the reservations um, that are having these big problems, and they have their they have their weapons. They're there uh, side by side with the Native Americans that are, they don't want to put up with it. They're not going to let uh, this just slide by idly anymore. So I think that's very cool that we're you know trying to stick together and help each other out. That's what needs to happen. Now, if you don't mind for a split second, I'm going to have my younger brother on here. He's going to be talking about some issue that he's running into with uh, an appliance that he's supposed to be fixing. Hey there. there he is. Hold on. Let me put you. You're on. Uh, you're live right now on the air just to let you know. Oh, lovely. Well, how's it going, everybody in Internet land? Uh, this is Adam, and I'm calling in to say, help! <laughs> Oh boy! So what what do you have going on? I I'm looking at this refrigerator. I seem to have narrowed it down to what's going on. There is a leak coming from the back where the water enters the ice maker. Where the water goes into the ice maker, there's a leak. Yes, and I believe it's before the uh, part fifty one. Flex seal. <laughs> The the one the one just said flex seal. Um, ha! Huh. Now is okay. is there water going into the ice maker itself? Yes, I was looking at the ice, judged it. It had just filled. I had done a call for water on it. It's not the water, you know, system coming through and dripping down. It appears to be the tube water fill extension. That little water ramp sticks down. And there's water coming out of that? Yeah, it seems to be leaking at the base of it and dripping down onto the back of the unit and going down all the way to the... Uh, dribbling all the way down to the fan which is in the lower half of the freezer. I'm quite impressed. So it's you're saying it's dripping from... No. The water is leaking from the, the water line. It would be either the nozzle that brings the water down into it or where that part mounts into the system. Now, when you looked at the ice maker, was it overflowed with any water? Was it too much water? Uh, a little low. That doesn't after fill. That doesn't make sense at all. Take a picture of where you think it's leaking from and send it to me. Okay. Give me a second. I stepped outside real quick. Uh. 
Yeah, because I've never seen any of these parts go bad, ever. Well, I'm giving you a ring. Now, there is what appears to be a... Uh, it's a word I take the dragon. Um, there is a valve solenoid back there. There's a what? Um, the solenoid that controls the water flow into the ice maker itself. Is it possible that that part is faulty? Talking about the water inlet valve? Uh, no, you're right, because that's at the bottom. Like I said, it's a very unusual part to have any kind of trouble. But the thing is, where is this? Where is the water leaking from? Sending you a picture. And where is it going into? It's going. It's leaking and then going inside the refrigerator. Or is it leaking and going outside of the refrigerator? It's leaking into the top left of the freezer cabinet. What? Where it comes into the... Uh, what is what is What in this picture is leaking? That part on the upper top left? Yeah. And water is just coming out of it? After the call for ice, or call for water, excuse me. It sounds like an issue with the um, water inlet valve letting water in. Maybe the water inlet valve? Well, there should be no water going into it unless the ice maker calls for it. And if there's water dripping out of that section, then that's what it would have to be because it's just dripping out. I actually had a call. I had a, I had a guest call in, man. You missed it. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, he's from Iran. Wow. He even told me a little bit about the gym, which I was pumped awesome. up. Get back there in a bit. Get this gentleman nice and sorted out. Which I was so pumped up and excited for. So, and then we got so what? You believe it's the water inlet valve having a very slow leak, and it's just. It's the only thing that makes sense, man. Because uh, if it's leaking from that spot, the only way for water to get into that spot is for it to actually, uh, for that water inlet valve to be. What's going on, Tim? How you doing? Uh, oh, Mick Rabbit. Oh, I just couldn't call you Mick Rabbit. Um, so that's the only way for water. To, uh, not bad. I'm actually on the phone with my younger brother, who's normally on the show with me. He is working on a refrigerator, so I'm trying to give him a hand real quick, even though we're live on the air. But I figured y'all can listen to the conversation at the very least. So it would be entertaining. Um, we're on cut. 
Yeah, definitely is. Uh, so the water inlet valve is what the only way that water would get in to the ice maker continuously. So it's probably broken, but like slightly when it closes, it doesn't close fully. It leaves it slightly, slightly open. So that's what's creating the leak. Okay, and at that low point, it's just if I cleared out a little bit of ice, that would have caused it to bump over. Yes. All right. All right. So if anything, we would have to uh, replace that water inlet valve. All right. And looking at it, that is not one of the ones I have in the car. Well, take a picture of it. I'll see if I have it uh, in the garage. Absolutely. Ah oh, man, did uh, Nick rep? Nope, he left. Wasn't interested in it. But we got so far six today. Excellent. I think that's our highest, to be honest with you. But very, very cool. Stoked. All right, I will finish this up. And give you a call back, all right? All right, finish her up. Give me a call back. Let me know what's going on. And I'll, uh, I'm only staying on this for uh, probably another 10 minutes. And then getting off, I'm going to finish doing what I was doing. Awesome. Thank you. I will catch you later. What's up, buddy? My gunner boy laying down behind me this time. I didn't realize we switched up positions here. So, yeah. Um, it's very very cool. Uh, I'm actually trying to look at that look at that website. For some reason, I can't get on that website, but whatever, it is what it is. Um, 99 calls. Thank you, Mary Miles. Ah, da, 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 da. So, my thing is that we should be. Trying to work together and help each other out. That's that's my thing. Um, I guess every now and then during the shows, I'll talk about what's going on in the current world uh, just for a little bit. I'm not going to try to go too long about it just because I'm just not trying to uh, push my luck with it. But and work myself up because it's just what happens. But anyhow, um, as I was saying before, with these you know the main thing like you you'll you'll hear is hunters hikers campers you know that seen stuff whether it's uh dogman um sasquatch uh anything that's more like a fresh and fre uh, fresh and blood type of cryptic they're gonna say oh man that was a bear um, but of course it's not. Bears can't walk on their two feet like uh, we can. They can waddle. They do get up on their two feet, but you're not going to see them running across a you know running across a gully or whatnot. So that's that's the difference between it. So you got that happening. Then you have to hey, how's it going? Welcome back. Um, you have that happening, but you got a lot of people that are like, oh man, I ain't. It was a bear. It was a bear. And then they'll re-listen to their own story and like, wow, that that does not sound like a bear. You know, it sounds like a Sasquatch, 
wood ape, uh, skunk ape, whatever you want to call it, Bigfoot. To me, it's so crazy, man, that people are just so afraid to say, say Bigfoot. That's what you excuse yours as, as, as a bear. A lot of people do. Um, to me, it's, it's, uh, to me, it's, it's understandable because that's, if you're looking at something and everything else, you know, in your head, I love unsolved mysteries. I'm a big fan of unsolved mysteries. Actually, there's a show on the travel channel that I love to watch. Um, it's called paranormal caught on tape. So that's a cool one as well. Uh, what I used to watch with my younger son, Sean, um, was Mountain Monsters. And now, is it a scripted show? Yes. At first, I didn't really, I didn't know it was a scripted show. I thought it was people legitimately trying to go out and catch, uh, you know, monsters on the Appalachian, throughout the Appalachian Mountains. So, but I clicked on it one time and it said the one dude that is Buck, that plays his Buck, it said his real name. Of course, I didn't think Buck was his real name, but, you know, we all have our nicknames. But it also said that he played in some other kind of movie. So I I didn't check the other movie out. I probably should have just a scene. But, uh, yeah, that's what a lot of people will say, that it was a uh, bear. And it's understandable. You have to think about it. You're, when you're, you see something that you never seen before, you have to try to make sense out of it in whatever way. That's just the way our mind works. And once we realize that even that doesn't make sense, then uh, then you get a little bit more opened up to different things and realizing uh, certain things, you know, make sense that normally don't. And there's so many people that seen, to me, it blows my mind how there's there. They say that, you know, it's not real, but there's people from all over the world that have seen Sasquatch, Bigfoot, whatever you want to call it, that have seen it. Yeti, it's still a Sasquatch. It's just a different, it's in a different location. Um, so even the Native American um, people have been dealing with Sasquatch for hundreds of years, hundreds of years. Maybe even a thousand. So to sit there and say that it's not real when you have people and evidence right there in front of you that show that this is a constant thing throughout the history of Earth, maybe you should take it a little bit more seriously. Now, is there a reason that maybe the government don't want us to, you know, believe in these things probably i certainly hear my fair share of uh stories that government gets involved in it um especially the stories where you know you're that type of person that's not going to make something up and there's a whole lot of people that will believe you or people that have actual legit evidence that evidence disappears they tell you never to talk about it again and they give you crap so, yeah, I believe the government definitely knows way more than they say. 
to me, I always thought it was weird that they they the uh, quote unquote men in black. Um, but the thing is, I've heard so many stories that people have seen these Sasquatch and not just Sasquatch, it goes with other cryptics as well. Um, and then the government or even aliens, uh, the government shows up, talks to you and then tells you, no, what you seen was a bear. No, no, that's, that's not what I seen. I did not see a bear. I seen a humanoid, hairy, you know, uh, flesh and blood creature that looks nothing like a bear and acts nothing like a bear. Bears, for the most part, aren't really going to try to play around with you. They're not going to uh, try to confront you, um, depending on where you're at also, because I, right here, the bears that we have, they're more afraid of you than you are of them, and that's an actual truth. A lot of times if they spot you, smell you, they're off in the opposite direction. The only time that they uh, get aggressive if they have the cubs nearby, and that's understandable because they're trying to protect their cubs. Um, but that's really the only time. And a lot of times, even in that scenario, bears are just sitting there saying, you know, they get their cubs away. They, they push them along, get them moving in a safe direction, and keep it going. Uh, there's a story. I don't know if you're familiar with Sasquatch Chronicles. I love that podcast. It's with Wes Groomer. Um, but there's a story that he, he had a, a gentleman on that was Native American as well. And he had experiences from the time he was little. I think he said he was eight uh, with the first encounter um, to the time, till current time. So from the time he's little, and I'm going to try to push this on one quick-ish story. From the time he's little... He experienced he had experience with Sasquatch. The one time he heard he was in the kitchen, um, heard banging so uh, by the window. So he looks up and he sees this big, ugly face looking in at him, and then it screams, scares the daylights out of him. His dad comes running in, is like, "Hey, what's going on?" Because he heard his son scream as well, and he ends up, you know. Looking around, uh, grabbed his uh, shotgun, no, grabbed a, a uh, black powder rifle, went outside, tried to chase it off, and that was it. He heard him yelling, and that was it. And then again, uh, a couple years later on, same exact thing happens. This time, the father grabs a shotgun, which was his grandfather's shotgun, and ran outside. Goes up to him, screams at him for, he said, about 10, 15 minutes. It was, there, it was yelling back and forth, and he heard two shots. And then that was it. It was quiet. Two shots, quiet. His father comes back inside, and he said, and his father calls the grandfather, asked him if he could come, uh, come over. Because at that time, I believe he was saying they were on the reservation that they didn't move yet. They were still on the reservation. So they're on the reservation, calls grandfather, asks for help. Grandfather comes and helps. 
Um, and he doesn't, he didn't know what happened to the body at that time. He had no idea. Once he got older, he found out that, uh, his father shot the Bigfoot in the face and blew pretty much half his face off. And they either, you know, lit it on fire, buried it somewhere. That part of the story, he didn't, he didn't know the details on, um, Later on, him and his uncle are going camping. Now he's, uh, I think he said he's like 20 years old. So now him and his uncle are going, going out, uh, not camping, but hunting. They go out hunting uh, 40 miles away. And this is in Hickory. This is North Carolina. So this is the state I live in currently. This is out in the, in the mountains. They go hunting. He gets a deer, tracks the deer down. The deer went up the mountain a little bit onto a part of a cliff. They get to the flat cliff. That's what I was thinking. That's the, to me, that's what makes sense. Um, Cause they, it, all the encounters they have, it's, it's, you know, uh, are crazy. Um, but goes to him and uh, they go to the deer. He's down getting ready to, you know, cut the deer, start fielding, field dressing the deer like they're supposed to. And all of a sudden, his uncle's like patting him on the back, you know, trying to. And he he thought that his uncle's trying to play a trick on him, saying, "Hey, there's something. There's a bear behind you. There's a bear behind you." But it, it, he wasn't. He was like, "Oh man, I wasn't trying to fall for it." He goes, "I just wanted to dress the deer uh, and, and get out of here." So finally, his uncle grabs him by both his shoulders and pretty much shoves him on the ground. Is like, "Look up, man." So he turns around, looks up, and there's a Sasquatch right there in the front of the both of them. Now, the Sasquatch was looking at the deer, at the guns that they had on them, and then at them. And he realized this. So he's like, hey, hey, do me a favor. Put your, put your gun to the ground right now, and let's just back up slowly. So that's what they did. They put their guns to the ground very reluctantly backed up away from the deer and then the Sasquatch came grabbed it with one hand picked it up grabbed it by both legs and then ripped it in half ripped the entire deer in half like just the power that it could take to do that is just amazing so he grabs the one half of the deer, puts it over his, his shoulder, and the other half of the deer he throws to them. I've heard of that happening a couple times where, you know, they'll take, say, they'll take part of the kill but not the whole thing because you, you're the one that did it. So he threw the other half to them. They end up grabbing it. They took off and uh, never came back. So – I mean, from that's what I believe. See, from the Nordic, we look at them as you know the forest giants, the guardians. That's what we believe that they're just the, the guardians of the forest. Um, so that's that's the background I come from. So that's very much what I believe, and it's very much what makes sense. Now, I'm, I would never ever say that they're all cuddly, friendly, fun, and which a lot of these. Bigfoot researchers say, and I, I check them every time I see it on Twitter. I'm like, Hey, obviously you haven't heard these encounters. So 
Um, it's it's crazy. They're very much like people. People, unfortunately, we're all different. So some good ones, some bad ones, some out. Uh, yeah, some horrible. And then there's some ones that are just out of their freaking mind. So, you know, that's what you have to deal with. You can't take it on a basis where they're all the same. You know, they're all friendly. They're all kind because that's what could get you hurt. Um, but here's the crazy part of the story, right? So his friends knew that he, you know, he, he got to Sasquatch uh, tracking and he would help out local areas and local people in his neighborhood. Um his one friend told her friend that um, she knew somebody that could help her out. Apparently, her husband went missing. Her husband was a quote-unquote squatcher. So he liked to go out, go camping slash squatching in the middle of nowhere and see what he can catch. Well, he was supposed to go, come home four days prior and never did. So she ended up emailing him and they talked back and forth on the phone. And she said, Hey, would you mind if you could um, look for my husband, see if you can find him and have him come home. See, so we know what happened to him. And he goes, well, why didn't you call the police? And she goes, well, because the police will either, they're going to make me up or they're, they're going to wait or they're going to make something up. So I'd rather just know what happened to him. So he had a, a friend that worked in some some kind of law enforcement, I believe. And they went out to the lady's property first, looked around, tried to see if there was any signs for, you know, your standard signs for Sasquatch. They found a couple and then they talked to her a little bit more and they went, I think it was 10, I want to say 10 miles away from her house. So they drive out there, they find the person, they find the guy's truck. And the very first day, thing that they see is the passenger, the passenger side door was open and that the windshield had a crack on it, a big crack, like a body uh, imprint. And they looked, they looked more and they seen uh, the hood was dented. So they're like, oh, wow, man. And there was some blood uh, on the windshield. So they look further and further. They finally find the, his camp spot, and the camp is torn up. I mean, tore up. Um, you have some blood. Uh, the tent's torn up. Uh, just all messed up. So they start looking around, trying to find out what happened to this man. And the first thing they find is his rifle. His rifle fully unloaded, every bit of ammunition. Um, and then they see a big thing of blood, which to them was a sign that either somebody or something got shot or stabbed and was just bleeding out and would not be lasting. So they quickened the pace and found tracks. And the way that the tracks went is that originally you see a track of uh, a couple creatures um, or a couple Sasquatch, I guess, and dragging something behind it. So you could tell there was a couple of them and then, then they spread out. 
so they follow this a total of I think it was over 15 miles, somewhere around the 15 mile range. Throughout this process, they found uh, the guy's sneaker that still had the ankle, the, the foot was in it. They found a revolver, um, a magnum, emptied out, no bullets. And they're finding this guy's body parts scattered throughout that whole 15 miles. Now, what he did say is when after they found that uh, with the revolver, they seen that the tracks kind of narrowed up again and kind of came back together. Um, so what I think happened and he comes pretty, him and his friend came with the same assumption, uh, that he fired the shots again. He must've regained consciousness, realized he still had his revolver on him and decided he was going to shoot whatever was dragging them as a, a last ditch effort to make it out alive. Uh, which unfortunately he did. He got torn to shreds. Um, but did that, shot it, and they all came back together, attacked him, end up killing this man, ripping him up, and just spreading his body parts throughout a good 15 to 17 mile, you know, uh, length trail. Thank you for sharing the live show. I highly appreciate it. Um, so when they get back, this is the messed up thing. They get back, they call the police. Uh, let them know what's going on. Police finally show up. They're talking to the police, and then they realize that there's these two guys walking around with this big, giant wolf dog. Huge. And they go and talk to him, and the guy's like, oh, you, you guys, you don't have the experience. You don't know what you're talking about. These were, they were wolves. Wolves came. And he's like, what are you talking about? No, man, this, I know what I'm talking about. This, this, Definitely was no wolf, was no bear, was none of that. But these two guys were saying that it was wolf. So what they did with that big wolf they had, they they uh, said it was a whole pack of wolves. And they let this, this uh, wolf dog walk throughout the entire site, including all the spots that were marked off where his body was. And um, so he... Didn't want to leave, but they forced him to leave. The The police forced him, and so did these two gentlemen. They said, yeah, "You, sorry, you got to go. You leave. You're not welcome here. It's time for, you to, time for you to go. You did what you did to call in. Don't tell anybody about this. That's what they said. So he waited a little bit, and I think he said about a week, two weeks later, there is a story in the paper saying that a local man got ripped up by wolves. And that's in the that's in the Hickory area. Um, so that's crazy. Crazy. And that you could tell that's that's they used it to cover up. They brought this big giant wolf dog there and covered it up. And said that the guy got attacked by wolves, but he called the, the lady up and told her what actually happened to her husband. She thanked them. They stayed in contact for a bit. Every now and then, apparently, they, you know, she checks in on him, see how he's doing, and vice versa. But, I mean, that's just one of the many, many stories uh, out there that involves 
the government um, covering them up. And I actually got that from Sasquatch Chronicles, uh, Wes Grimmer's show. Great podcast. I love listening to it. Same thing with Tony, uh, Tony Merkel and his show, The Confessionals. Uh, I'm always going to give them a shout out to one of my shows because they're what got me into this and uh, gave me uh, the bravery to talk about my own experiences. So that's just one of many stories. There's another story where uh, a, a guy and his cousin. Thank you. I definitely appreciate it. A guy, a guy and his cousin went out uh, to go fishing. They were fishing on a. I think he said, I believe he said a canoe, a metal canoe that had a um, little tiny motor. I didn't get that. What? Had a little tiny motor on it. So they're out there fishing, and all of a sudden you get some, there's something throwing uh, rocks in the water as they're fishing. So the, the one guy's cousin was getting very ticked off. He's like, oh, come on, man, cut it out. Stop, stop. And then finally it just kept on happening. So He's thinking he's dealing with a person. They're out of the middle of nowhere, but he thinks he's dealing with a person. And say you are dealing with a person. If you're dealing with somebody that is out in the middle of nowhere and he's deciding he wants to throw rocks at you, he probably does not have all the screws tightened up in his head. So they decided that they're going to charge the charge the shore, you know. We're going to go get them. So they canoe over there, hit the motor. Go to shore, pull the canoe partly onto the shore so it doesn't uh, get taken by the river and starts yelling at this. You know, he thinks it's a, a person. So he started yelling at this person and then starts throwing rocks of his own and realizes very quickly that this is not a person he is dealing with. I mean, this this thing stepped out uh, through a big branch at him that, that just missed him. And they're making contact with his actual, like making contact with his cousin, uh, with his arm, hit his cousin in the ribs, and his cousin collapsed to the ground from the hit. So now this guy's sitting there and goes, "Oh my goodness, I don't know what I'm gonna do." And all he has is a, he has a 22 revolver. Now a 22 revolver could take down plenty of different things. I do not believe it's gonna be taking down no Sasquatch at all to me that's that's craziness right there you're trying to shoot this big giant creature with that so he decided he wasn't even going to try that his main worry and concern at that time was is to get his cousin back into the canoe nice and safely in the meantime this thing is flipping out throwing stuff at him big large boulders uh giant branches um he finally uh makes it back gets his cousin into the canoe, gets the canoe into the water and takes off down. Um, they end up going to the hospital. They reported it on their way there, uh, got to the hospital. They were both hospitalized. His cousin had, I think he said like three or four broken ribs and major bruising going on. Um, but again, there's these guys that decide they're going to go and visit him. They talk to him. They talk to his cousin. They were telling him it was a bear. He goes, this was no bear. I know what a bear looks like. I've been in the woods most of my life. This is no bear. And they keep on, keep on continuing. Listen, you can't tell anybody about this. You're not allowed to tell anybody about this. That's it. It's a bear. Um, 
And apparently did the same thing as his cousin, probably even uh, threatened the cousin a little bit because the cousin refuses to talk about this at all anymore. Will not talk about it. And this only happened, I believe, either last year or the year before. So this is a more recent uh, encounter. Um, and I can't remember where it took place, so I apologize for that. But uh, this was, again, it was on uh, Sasquatch Chronicles. Uh, if you love anything about cryptics, definitely take a listen. But the crazy thing is, is they went to, they went to uh, get the paperwork and write uh, whatnot, and there was no proof. All proof got taken care of that they were nothing saying that they were in the hospital at all, like absolutely nothing saying to say, hey, yeah, we're they were in the hospital. No bill, so they didn't have to pay no hospital bill. Um, and the reason why is it probably got paid off for him and got told to delete everything. Uh, you know, and that would be government stepping in. So I do believe the government knows way more than what they're willing to say. They're probably not sharing information with everybody. I do think it's cool that they're starting to share some information, um, and unclassified stuff when it comes to the UFOs and aliens. Um, but there's just a lot of stuff. There's too many stories out there with these things for it to be fake. And I, I the same thing with aliens, you know, seeing UFOs. I've, I've seen, uh, definitely seen UFOs uh, throughout my life. I haven't been lucky enough to record anything yet. But I've seen my fair share. So. That's the to me. There's just so so much stuff that you could tell that they they're covering up without a doubt. I mean, you have the Patterson Gremlin film that again I've, I talked about this with my brother yesterday. That that should be proof enough. There's no way you could sit there and say that's somebody in a monkey suit or a Bigfoot suit, whether it was customized or not. It's, you're just not because you're in the wrong business. There's nobody gets into the cryptic. Uh, business, whether it's podcasting or researching or investigating or whatever it is um, for money, because there's no money to be made. Uh, unless you have so many followers that you and so many downloads that you just can't help it. But the thing is, is that there's just between history, the, the history with Native Americans, uh, you know, a couple hundred years, uh, I think even pushing a thousand years with Native Americans with Sasquatch. You have pe people throughout the entire world giving the same description, just about of the same kind of creature. Um, and it's the same thing with, with all the other stuff, too. Uh, aliens, people, ghosts. I mean, you have these people are catching stuff on video now, especially since you have, you know, a phone, any, every single phone now has a, a camera on it. So you could catch whatever on there, but yeah, there's, there's just so many different stories out there that, you know, show that these things are, they're definitely something they're not, they're not fake. And people should, I always recommend uh, going into the woods with, a gun um it's better to have it and not need it than need it and not have it that's how i feel 
Um, not just because you have, you know, stuff out there like uh, Bigfoot, Sasquatch, or Dogman, but because you have some crazy-ass people out there as well, um, along with the wild boars and mountain lions and, you know, big cats. But you you always should uh, make sure you, you have something there to protect you. You never know what's going to happen. But yeah, I mean that's uh that's actually way longer than what I was trying to go for today for the first show. I am gonna be doing a second show. Uh I'm gonna be stepping uh off the air for a little bit. I got some stuff I gotta try to get done with my business, see if we can get uh it up and rolling, and then I have to check out the land I'm planning on buying in Tennessee. Um and seeing which one I actually want to do. I definitely appreciate everybody to listen today. Uh, so far, it looks like we only we got a total of six people. Very cool. Um, and I thank you for being the last listener uh, for this part of the podcast. Feel free to follow us on Twitter when you can. I still got to make some coffee, so that's going to be my number one priority because I am way overdue for the coffee. I'm going into like seven hours of being up what's going on 12 o'clock yeah seven hours of being up and haven't had the coffee so that's way against my normal thing uh i try to have drink my coffee black first thing in the morning nice little wake up my brother's probably gonna be out with me a little bit later um but we're gonna uh continue this show i'm gonna try to do one show a day live on the air at the very least we are going to have a members-only site. The members-only site's going to have uh, a bunch of pictures of all the stuff that we had. We have – when I went camping last year with my two boys, I came out with this really cool picture uh, that had um, a very greasy hand handprint. But it wasn't the hands. It was more like the knuckles in the front side of the fingers. And I put it next to mine, and you can see the, the big difference between – my fist and by far i'm not a small guy uh i'm anywhere between 210 and 220 pounds and this thing just morphed my hand the size of my hand so it, it was whatever it was was pretty big and it just put it right there um but we'll be back probably within the next uh hour to two and hopefully i'll see you then until next time have a great day take care of each other and make sure you try to look out uh my shit here's my challenge try to do something nice for somebody no matter if it's the paying it forward or if you see somebody stuck on the side of the road helping them out always try to help each other out in the end, we're all the same race. Take care, and I'll see you soon. Thank you.